0: Strategize Together Let's hear it From an
1: expert Join the conversation It's informative and free You and me Let's talk some strategy Now here's your host Doreen Morin Van Dam. Hello, everybody. I am your host, Doreen Morin Van Dam, back with another episode of Strategy Talks. Today, we're going to talk about holiday marketing with a very good friend of mine. I'm so excited that she's here. I'll introduce you to her. In just one second, I want to welcome everybody who is here live with us. If you have questions, please ask them in the comments. Uh, no matter where you are watching this from, if you're on YouTube or um, on Facebook or LinkedIn, and if you're listening to this as a podcast, I welcome you especially because I know uh, that we have some faithful listeners out there. Um, before I introduce you to the guest, I want to do a quick shout out to our sponsor, Social Insider. They are the intuitive dashboard for social media analytics reporting and competitors analysis for brands and agencies. If you need data, you need Social Insider. So without much further ado, I'm gonna bring on stage with me my friend, Deb Laflamme. How are you, Deb?
0: Good morning, I'm well, how are you? Good,
1: I'm so excited that you are here. We have been friends for quite a long time. And if any of you remember the time of Blob, we we were doing a weekly show on there. And it was so fun. It was like the pre, you know, pre-live streaming really, uh, or yeah. the, maybe the start of the live streaming that we were doing. And I don't remember what platforms we were going live. Maybe we were just on live. Maybe it wasn't going to anywhere else yet. Maybe Those that's Those were what the it was. days. Those were the days. Well, were... I
0: think, I think what we did do was we repurposed it and put it on other platforms. Didn't we? Oh, yes, we yeah, did. I we, think, did. Innovative. I think we... <laughs> <laughs> Back in the day.
1: All right. Uh, Deb, let's talk about, you know, you've been in marketing for a long time, and I'm not going to bore anybody with your long bio or resume, (laughs) but you have a business called For the Love of Your Biz, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you help people get the most out of their marketing, Um, and you have an active community, you do coaching, so last-minute holiday content, it's almost an oxymoron. right? Because when should people start thinking about holiday content?
0: Well, I mean, to be honest, any type of strategy would require you to plan ahead. And that means before the day of, let's be honest, right? But we know that small business owners, even mid-sized business owners that don't have a robust marketing team of content creators at their disposal, they're often thinking of ideas. And I would say last minute, meaning like within the season, right? So my best advice would be honestly, if you want to do a holiday promotion next year, let's just, let's just plan ahead. So I would say, go to your calendar right now, block some time in August. Yes. August to actually prep and plan the idea of the holiday promotion And then reverse engineer it. When's it going to go live? How many emails are you going to be sending? What kind of content? I will tell you, it will be the most successful holiday promotion you have ever run. So, if you are in the season, you're probably too late. But what I want to say about that, Dorian, you'll love this, is because we are businesses that are run by us. If you get an idea and you think it's great, you don't have to ask anyone's permission go ahead and run the promo.
1: That makes a lot of sense.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like we have the power to be able to do that. Can you execute a like six week ad strategy? Probably not. But if you have something valuable, if you have a service or a product that you know, your dream people need show up and, and sell it, market it. Like you can do that. You don't have to ask anybody's permission. So for those planners who want to do it right and do it really well and have a successful campaign you can start in august mark your calendar for 2024 have that mapped out spend a day at the beach if you want and plan that strategy for the holidays and then reverse engineer your your tasks and you could put that all in your planning calendar however you do that with yourself and or your team but otherwise like it's it's not really too late like yeah christmas morning no one's going to be online but a couple days before christmas you know if you make it really easy for me to buy what i'm looking for or to hire you very good chance that your dream client if you've been visible will say yes
1: that's a really really good point let's talk real quick about paid advertising
0: mm-hmm. right
1: now paid is super expensive right if you're mm-hmm. running ads of any kind you already know that um but i know that that drops right after christmas right the advertising budget so if you're if you're selling a product, would it maybe make sense instead of doing a holiday campaign, maybe start it after Christmas and gear up for the new year, which is still a holiday, right? Um, I mean, if you I think, paid.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think so. Even the post office pricing for shipping is up now, right? So everything increases this time of year. Everything is like higher cost. So ads, shipping, So, if you know again that your product or service is valuable for your dream client and they don't need to open it or have it on Christmas morning, you get to make the rules. I just am like so much happier when I'm not like in this box of we have to market everything for Black Friday, for Cyber Monday, right? Like, I and in my community, we talked about the ways to be creative during the holidays. And I'll tell you why you've got to be creative and kind of um, innovative really is you're competing against big brands who have huge advertising budgets. And even if you execute them, execute the most perfect campaign, you're among the same space that they're at, that they are target, you know, the big brands, Starbucks, like whatever it is. Um, Companies that have courses, if, if you're a digital um, business and you're offering something that's valuable, like does your dream client really need it during the holidays? That's like the first question I would ask. Also, spending shifts, the way people spend this time of year, they are less likely to be buying a course to help their business right now when they're buying their kids a Nintendo Switch or Converse sneakers or a new North Face jacket. They're more apt to get those deals and get those products and services. Maybe they're getting their kids voice lessons. I don't know. But like they're more apt to spend on other people than they are specifically for their business. Now, that's if you're a digital business offering something to other businesses, if you're business to business. But if you're business to consumer, you've got to find your spot um, during the season, obviously. But again, if your person doesn't need your product or service to open under the tree on Christmas definitely shift when you're marketing. Cause guess what? You could have crazy good sales after the holiday. Like you can offer it. People are are excited. They're on vacation. They're taking time off. They might be online more. They might be opening their emails, looking for something that maybe they missed during the holiday. It could be you, it could be your product or your service.
1: That's really good advice. I love that. So let's talk about creating a campaign. Say you have an idea. Um, you know, I've seen people be creative with the elf on the shelf or mm-hmm. pictures or charity, you know, like, if is there something that you know works? Is it graphics? Is it images? Is it video? What If, if it's a low cost, quick turnaround thing for your buck, if you have an idea. Yeah. Implementation. Let's talk implementation a little bit.
0: Yeah. So I think uh, follow through is the most important, right? We all have a bajillion ideas and we get them at the most inopportune times too, right? We mm-hmm. don't get them when we're like, oh, we're going to do a promo. Let's sit down at Tuesday at two and plan that promotion from start to finish. Like it just doesn't happen, not for creatives anyway. So I think the best advice I can give you is, um, i mean it goes back to strategy and i know a lot of people and that's your show right so strategy talks i feel like the word strategy can be overwhelming for people especially if you're doing it alone or with just a few supporters um map it out think of it as a map as a guide like as a recipe even map it out like don't just try to do it from what's in your head actually get a dry erase board or a big white pad and say okay what do we need to execute this what what images or what video and i will tell you that i've seen um the hyperlapse video or the um the the high speed videos of people wrapping gifts with just the message over it work really well so i i think we get um we get this idea that it has to be all the bells and whistles especially Mm -hmm. during the holidays when things are all bells and whistles and tinsel and glitter and all that like your dream client, your dream customer wants to get to know you as the creator, as the business owner, as the leader, as the inventor, as the innovator. And so the more you can show yourself during this time of year, and, and you, know, you can do this in August or September, you can create your content then, you don't have to have all the bells and whistles. They want to hear your voice. They want to see your face. If you're not comfortable seeing your face, find another way to do it, to show your face, find another way to do it. But your voice, I think is people want to hear you so that they can know, like, and trust you. And that's the beauty of not being a big brand is that we can show up as us authentically sharing the why, sharing how they can work with us, how they can buy our products and remember to make it very easy. Like it has to be so easy that I don't have to think about it. Like, your customer is like, Tell me what to do next. So, think of those pieces as you're mapping it out on that dry erase board or on that piece of paper. But, video is definitely working, um, valuable content. So, at the end of the day, if you're not being a resource, like, I'm gonna move along, right? I mm-hmm. want you to teach me something, I want you to educate me, I want you to guide me. Um, you know, I say about the content pillars that you have to have in your content inspiration, value, services, and about you, and and it when you get really good at creating content, your content could have all of that in one piece of content, which is amazing, but that's not always the case. So if you're not inspiring right. me, if you're not educating me, if you're not telling me how to work with you and you're not letting me get to know you, you're not giving me what I need to say yes. So think of that when you're prepping a campaign, whether it's for the holidays or for May, right? It doesn't yeah. matter.
1: Right, right. Okay, so I wanna. You said mind mapping. I use these on my wall. Like if I have ideas, and then you can move them. Mm. So if you, these are, um, I'm, if you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> I'm holding up a stack of um, sticky notes that can go on your wall where you have an idea and then you map it out. So, um, that's really good advice. Um, so. You yourself, as you said, you know, in a video, if you don't want a video of you, you could do your viewpoint, right? I know mm-hmm. you um, do a lot of stuff on Instagram. I I love watching you. Um, and then so on Instagram, I've seen somebody who offers a service of rug cleaning, it just has a video of somebody cleaning the rug and it's mesmerizing as oh, it, yeah. you know, cleans it. So yeah. if you have a service, if you sell something, that's another great way to do that. You don't have to be on, but I love what you just said, put your voice on there because then people start recognizing you.
0: Um, yeah. Because like, like a really good example is, you know, there's all these audio filters. Now there's like that, that voice that kind of sounds like an elf. And then there's a female voice that you can clip over. Like, guess what happens when you might think that that's good because it's what everyone else is doing, but guess what? Now you sound like everybody else. So this is beyond just your copy. This is now you actually sound like you're not differentiating yourself. It's not you. It's not your authentic voice. And so that's the problem, in my opinion, with all the trends and all these filters and all these things that we can pick up on is you're not making your mark. So your voice like I I at the time of this recording, I'm like set day six of laryngitis. This is like the end. I, I literally had no voice last week. I had to do a workshop. And I was like, this is it. Like, this is me. This is my voice. I have laryngitis. Like, people are like, wow, like, listen to Deb. She sounds so different. Guess why? Because they know what my voice sounds like. Because they hear me. They see me. And like, if I have 10 reels on Instagram, I would say eight of them are my voice. And maybe two are audio clips. Because I know, as a consumer, I want to hear who I'm buying from or who I'm hiring.
1: Right that's, it's really great. A marketer, we cannot forget to think as a consumer our ideal client. So
0: let's talk a little bit
1: about that engagement. So now you have a campaign, you put stuff out there, you're on social. What what can we expect this time of year? Are people engaging? Are people asking questions? Do people just want to serve up a bunch of stuff? Or are you still seeing people have conversations? Are they online more or
0: less? Great questions. Um, and, and actually these questions are applicable every time, every month of the year, right? Because we're always wondering what's the point. (laughs) We're always like, what's the (laughs) point? We should be, (laughs) right? We should be, we should be, be. some of us us are not right. Is the point to go viral? I mean, come on. What good does that do your bank account? It doesn't right. Big deal. So good. You go viral, you gain a couple thousand followers, but they're not your people. Okay, so that's a whole story for another day. Maybe that's a podcast we do in the, in the new year. But um, so engagement is down everywhere, regardless of the holidays. We're seeing that. And you know why? Because there's more people online. Like it's math. I mean, let's just be honest. There's more people. There's more content. There's more viewers. What I am seeing is um, like the psychology of social media, which... Could be my next book, who knows? Or my book, because I don't have a book. But everyone always says, like, you should write a book. But the psychology of social media is this. And and Doreen, I know you know this too. You will go online and you will look and you will watch and you will move along. Even if you like that content, you will not engage just because it's just like, okay, next. Okay, next. It's like Ariana Grande's song. Thank you, next. Thank you, next. You forget. I even have clients who I'm watching their work. And I'm proud of their work and I have feedback on their work. And I go back to the piece of content to audit it for them. And I'm like, I know I've watched this. Why haven't I liked it? Because I'm just going through the motions of watching everything. And there's so much to watch that I'm actually not even like engaging. So it's interesting that engagement, comments, likes, shares, saves has been such a, a heavy held metric for so long. And now it's like, we are watching, but we're just not taking action because there's other things to watch and we're moving on. It doesn't mean the content's bad. So I think, um, I think views are a more important metric right now. I think what are people watching? Saves is huge. If you are looking at your metrics, you should be checking who's saving what. I, I, I can't say it enough. If you are not being a resource and people aren't saving your content, like you've got to shift your entire content strategy, like that people come online to learn, to laugh, to cry. They don't come on to buy. You've got to get them to do that. And the only way to do that is to get them to learn, to laugh, right? To cry, to feel something, to trust you so that they then say yes. So it's funny that people are so focused on going viral because viral doesn't mean purchases, doesn't mean they're hiring you. But this 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 mindset of, oh, my gosh, I love this. I'm going to come back to this later when they save something, for example, that's a connection. Because at the end of the day, again, doesn't matter if it's the holidays or not we can't make people like comment, share, save, reply to our emails. We can't even get them to opt in. Um, you, you're not gonna go to their house, go to their phone with their thumb and help them opt in. Like it is something you say, something you do, something that you make them feel that gets them to take action. And so that is what we should be measuring um, our, 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 our content against is, did people take the action we wanted them to take? Right. If yes, more, please. If no, how can we adjust and don't stop testing? It is always going to change. We have to be flexible. It's free. I mean, hello, how many people are going to complain about this? It's free. You're not paying for it. You're not. And what are you paying for a premium of Canva, but you're not paying for Instagram. You're not paying for Facebook. You've got, you know, And so that's the piece is like, if it's not working or if it's not the result that you wanted, evaluate and adjust that. And also remember, you don't need to talk to 10,000 people. You need to talk to the one person who needs what you have to offer your rug cleaning, your candles, your coaching, whatever it is. One person talk to one person. And so when you open up your app, let's use Instagram as an example, and you only have 300 views on a reel and you have 5,000 followers, I don't want you to feel badly. I want you to say, wow, like people liked it. And and then you look at like their watch time. Oh, like 80% of of the 300 actually watched the whole video. Right. Right. And then like, oh, wow, like 10 people saved it. Like, so then there's the, there's the funnel. You've got 5,000 followers. 300 people watched it. 10 people saved it. Five people commented, right? Guess what? You only need one to say yes to you for it to be worth it. Right. 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 I think we're we're just so lost in that. We're just so lost in why we're creating content. We're so lost. So gone. Right.
1: And I love that you're really talking to are my audience, which is both marketers and um, business owners, small business owners, medium-sized yeah. business owners. That's yeah. really who who listens to um, strategy talks. And so, um, for those marketers out there, I'm going to shift gears a little bit. That are getting last-minute requests, right? Yeah. Um, including me, um, end-of-year giving. Let's talk a little bit about nonprofits, um, mm. which are some of us, you know, are working with, um, or even charity giving. Mm -hmm. Are there any parameters around that? Um, One of the things I wrote, I blogged about this years ago, and I still cringe when I see this, people using doing good for holiday campaign to get attention for themselves, Mm. especially when it involves children. Do you have any ideas, guidelines of, uh, like, I'm almost talking about like what not to do, but, um, and then that end of year giving, Again, we're we're shouting. It feels like we're shouting in the in the void to everybody else, because uh, every nonprofit is doing that, right? Most of the money comes in the end of December. Um, is there anything we should be doing, or should we trust our email list? I know you're huge on email. Yeah, so there's a lot of questions, but let's yeah, talk no. about this and we'll wrap it up.
0: Yeah, I think best practices for a nonprofit. I mean, I, the first thing I would say is go look at your mission. What What does your mission say? What is your mission, vision, and values of your nonprofit? Like start there. And then if you're a for-profit and you are looking to raise money for XYZ, maybe you're trying to do a match. I've seen that. I've seen for-profits say like whatever you spend will match or we'll give 10% of proceeds to XYZ, like to, to, to get more eyes on it. Again, go to your mission, vision, and values. Is that a part of your of your plan for your organization? Profit or not for profit or non not for profit. Um, I I feel like we've again we've lost sight of our work because we're trying to reach the masses. And I personally love working with people who see the impact that five clients can make versus ten thousand views on the video. Right. So it's it's a mindset for sure. Email marketing for fundraising is awesome. Um, I, I have clients that ride the, P, the Pan Mass Challenge, that run the Boston Marathon. Um, there are certain times a year where they do campaigning. The best advice I can give profit, for profit or nonprofit is don't just wake up one day and talk about this organization that you want to raise money for. This is a journey. This is like planning for the holidays. Start talking about it in August if you're going to ask for money in November for Giving Tuesday, mm, right? Okay. I just feel like, like everything, and here's, I actually wrote this down before our call because I knew it was going to come up. Think of like a movie, like a blockbuster film, right? So the the hottest movie, let, let's talk about Barbie, okay? Barbie yeah. was a hot, hot movie this summer. Everyone can relate to this. Barbie didn't just come out in July. We've been hearing about this Barbie movie in some way, shape, or form at least a year before, probably the Christmas before, right? In previews and trailers before the movie was finished. There were ways that the Barbie production team, whatever movie company it was, made sure that it was being dripped out to us in a way that we had Barbie top of mind when the tickets were going on sale. We didn't just wake up one day and the Barbie movie was out. Same thing with like, let's do Taylor Swift concert, right? The Eros tour. She didn't just wake up on August 3rd and say, here's my tickets for today. It's been a year in the making, right? And so your campaigns, whether it's for fundraising or for selling services or products, should not just wake up on the day that you want to do it. The most successful launches, the most successful movies the most successful concerts are promoted long before their debut. So I want you to think of your marketing, your, your campaigns as previews and trailers, the breadcrumbs that you need to drip. I mean, I remember being a kid and there were little tchotchkes inside the happy meals telling us about the movies at McDonald's, right? The happy meals at McDonald's. You remember those? Did you have those? Yeah. Well, yeah. once I came here and it was oh, a baby. Okay.
1: <laughs> once I came to the U.S. Right. York, you were, of I course. Yeah. You remember yeah, those. I didn't, yeah. So
0: like yeah. when I was a kid, the Happy Meals always had some sort of toy that was, re- was connected to a movie coming out, right? It wasn't like a movie that was out a month ago. It was like the little pieces, the merch, the posters, the trailers. So think of your campaign as the hottest movie that's coming out this season. And do what the movie companies do, production companies do with the, what Taylor Swift's team did, right? Like you can do your version of that, obviously on a much smaller scale, but you should never wake up the day of launch and be like, here it is. Like nobody will be ready. And so like, think about this. If you launch your film that day and you're behind the curtain and you open up the curtain, there will be an empty theater. There will not be one person there. And then you'll be mad that nobody showed up. And then you'll call me or Doreen and be like, what happened? And we'll be like, did you talk about it? Like for weeks before, did you tell us that you are running the Boston Marathon? You didn't wake up today and run the Boston Marathon. If you wanted to raise money for that, for your for your run or for the organization that you're supporting, you probably should have started when you laced up your pair of sneakers for that first training day. And
1: that's, and I can see as a marathon runner, that's four and a half months out at least. So, so how that's perfect when you first, is that, right? Yeah. The, you start you four and a half months out. That's about how long it takes me to train for a mm-hmm. marathon, depending on where I am. If I'm
0: already so the running, moment, then, the moment yeah. you're starting to even think about the training, it's the same timeline for launching something so that you get the results you're hoping for. That's awesome. Yeah. Hey Deb, I appreciate
1: you being here. I know that we've talked about a lot of last minute holiday content. If there was anything that had you have any one simple idea that somebody can do to grab attention this week or next week, um, whether they're selling something or just want some eyeballs on a piece of content. Is there anything that you're like, Hey, this is a simple, I know you're an ideas girl. You have a monthly calendar. You yeah. share that with your community. I'm going to let you share your community in just a minute. But is there something that you're like, hey, this might work?
0: So I think right right now, you've got to kind of find your spot in all the noise. And so my, my number one tip, and I probably have 10, but I'll just give you the one that I think would be most valuable, to be honest, right now, would not be selling anything. It would okay. be um, maybe a recap of the year of your business and how many people uh, you were connected to, or how many people you helped, or um, how you reached your goals, and how you look to the new year. I mean, and and I think like, be authentic, be honest, talk about the kinds of people you worked with or worked for, um, and how you're looking to expand that or improve on that in the new year. And you can do that by, again, if you don't want to talk, but you want to be showing up, I'm sure many people have holiday cards of their family or holiday cards for their business that they've printed. You could do a digital version of that, send it out to your email list. Um, you could do like 23 things I'm thankful for for 2023. That's a fun one. So I could go on and on, but those are um, great.
1: Those are great. I love that. I love that. Okay. So that's really good. Make it, make it a
0: personal at the end yeah, of the year. Right. I think so I think like, don't try to, be a part of what everyone else is doing. The only people that can talk about your business, the only person that can show up that way is you. So this is the most authentic, you know, and also the best nine app. You could do the top nine. You could put in your Instagram handle, get your top nine posts and use that as content to show the recap of the year. That's a fun one too. It's a fun creative way to show like a recap, but yeah, be personal. I think this is the time where we, we can do that as small business owners Big brands can't do it. And I think use it to your advantage.
1: All right. Awesome. So Deb, how can people connect with you? How can they find your community? Um, Let's share that before we
0: leave. Sure. So um, my business is For the Love of Your Biz. And little did I know 12 years ago when I named it how vital that would be for small business owners who are feeling all the things and forgotten why they started. Um, But my Instagram handle is For the Love of Your Biz. But the community that Doreen is speaking of is actually on Facebook and it's a Facebook group. It's free. The group name is Social Post Ideas with Deb Laflamme. Um, But you can find that if you just go to Instagram for the love of your biz, you can find my website and anything else that you need. I do share creative content ideas and all of my content. Ideally, at the end of the day, I just have these ideas that pop in, like pop up video that I know any small business can use to market their biz better.
1: That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here on a very busy December morning. (laughs) I appreciate you. Thank you to everybody who was here live, everybody who will be listening to this on the replay uh, as a podcast or somebody who might watch this later today or later this week. Uh, Last minute Holiday content ideas uh, for your small business and you as a marketer. Um, Deb, once again, thank you so much for being here and I'll see you all next week with another episode of Strategy Talks. Bye, everybody. Happy
0: holidays. Bye. Bye.